This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Rare coins in Florida. A rave out about beer. 9-11 teen call. My brush with famous Cicero Mayor slash President Betty Lauren Maltese. And our celebrity interview with David Pollack who played Rudy Stein in the Bad News Bears. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. <laughs> I'm Rick. You all right there, Slim Boy? Uh, I guess I'm not going to replace Brian Johnson on the next ACDC tour because when I hit, try to hit that, uh, well, you couldn't stand up for two hours with your gout and your elephantitis. Right? Well, I, you don't you don't have to stand up the whole time. You could sit down. You can have sing. that throne, didn't? Yeah. Uh, didn't one of the some was it Foo Fighters yeah, that had a throne? Yeah, sat on a throne. You could you, you don't have to. I mean, you ever see uh, comedians that sometimes they put oh. a stool, they just yeah. sit down. George Carlin was just sitting there. Well, I, I could do that. Uh, well, you you can't stay up for the two hours without a nap, though, right in the middle. Well, no, I think I can do two full hours with encore. You know, you have resting time in between. Well, you can't hear the monitors because you can't hear. <laughs> right. Well, neither can they. Yeah, right. Good point. Good <laughs> so point. it works out perfectly. Look where we're at now. Yeah, this is exciting. We uh, This is uh, the first Minutia Man podcast coming to you live from a brand new studio, brand new studio. which is in my house. It's been under construction this whole mm-hmm. time, which is why we were in my mother's basement <laughs> for those months. But we are back home now. We have a very fancy desk. Mm-hmm. We have our, our studio mixing board all set up in a, in a permanent location that cannot be messed with. We got two computers. I got a computer. You got a computer. We, two microphones. Two microphones mm-hmm. all set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a full bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, liquor, uh, any kind of liquor you may desire. If we ever have guests come live in the studio, which we can do now. Well, now we can do that. Because we're not in my mom's basement anymore. But, uh, yeah, no, we have, uh, you know, you name it. We've got your Crown Royal. We got your uh, gin, vodka. What kind of yeah. snappy things do you have? Oh, any kind of schnapps you want. Any kind of schnapps you want. So, I mean, we're talking top-of-the-line stuff. All right. I, did I just drop the... No, it's still working. We're still on. <laughs> Day one of the studio. Yeah, here's and you're the ready thing. To... All right. So I turned around to look at the liquor bar, yeah. and and uh, and, and I realized that uh, this cord doesn't quite reach to the bar. We're just so. still getting to know the studio. Yeah. You know? We're still learning. Hey, so should I point out all the things that I'm seeing in the studio that's not quite right so Bridget can just yeah. Uh, yeah, obsess over? Yeah. All right. Right over that window pane right there. Yeah. That looks... I can tell that the paint doesn't quite... Well, we haven't painted yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, all right. And the grooting, no. the grooting over I there think is that's a little, called grouting. Okay, well, yeah, it's yeah. a little off. Um, okay, right. And you know what? I, I, can we move this room <laughs> to the back <laughs> oh my now? God. Oh, my God. We are. You, should I tell you about our next construction project that we're doing in this house? It's never going <laughs> to happen. We're never doing another construction project as long as I live. Um, well, this, I am very impressed. This looks very, very nice. And it looks like a real little radio station. Yeah. We're like in a little radio 
radio studio right now. Now, if a radio station wants us, they can go pound sand. Yeah, exactly. We've got our own. Yeah. We've got a program director who's going to come and critique us. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the other room right now. That's the only thing missing is a program director. But, you know, we can do it ourselves. We'll be our own program directors. So far, Dave, I think the show's fantastic. (laughs) Keep it up. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. I don't don't know why you keep complaining about radio program directors. They're great. Uh, but, you know, even though we're in a new studio and uh, we have a, a, a dog, you know, five feet away that could begin That's barking at any moment, right. we are going to still give you minutia. And so let's uh, let's play the audio. What's wrong with you, Florida? So, Rick, um, this comes out of Florida, as you, as you <laughs> I, can tell by the, the jingle. Uh, West Palm, or I'm sorry, Palm Beach, Florida. You ever okay. been to Palm Beach? I have never been no, to Palm no, Beach. No, no. Man steals $33,000 in rare coins. Yeah. Okay, that's fine, right. right? That's smart. But then he uses them in a change machine at a grocery store. <laughs> a, a Florida man stole more than $30,000 in rare coins and cashed them in for a fraction of their value at a change machine at an area grocery store. You, you mean like the thing where you like pour in your change yeah, yeah. and it the, gives you like the... the uh, Right. And they're screwing you right off the bat anyway. Right. Right. Because yeah. you're paying for the uh, privilege of just getting your money right. back. And, and you don't know if it's really an accurate count. <laughs> That's true. Right. So so this man, his name is Shane Anthony Melee, yeah. 40 years old. He stole rare presidential coins <laughs> valued up to $1,000 each. He sold a couple of them at yeah. a porn at a pawn, I said porn shop, but maybe at a porn shop, at a pawn shop for four grand. And then the remaining- So he already knew. So he knew, right. This is, I mean, this was not this just- This is just stupid. Idiocy, right. So he exchanged, and then he, but he, then he goes into his Kroger or whatever it was, yeah. and he dumps it into the big coin star machine and gets like- <laughs> 2600 bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> For a fraction of the way. Now, this reminds me of a story, a coin story. Okay. Uh, we had we had a big one of those big jars, you know, they um for a water cooler. You yeah. know the big water yeah, cooler, yeah, sure. the Hinkley and Schmidt. Yeah. So I started putting coins in there when the kids were I think Lila was like 1. You okay. know, she's oh, 16. Wow. And I did it for 10, 15 years. That was when I still paid by money. I don't even pay by money. I, yeah. You know, everything's by credit Rarely. card. And I filled it only about a third of the way, and then I couldn't move the thing. Right. So they don't tell you that when they're, uh, <laughs> so I had to then dump it out. It's not that great of a story, I yeah. guess. But How much was it? It was know? like uh, 1900 bucks or so. That's not bad. No, that's bad not bad. You know, you could have changed that in for 300 bucks at the grocery store. So if you see uh, Shane Anthony Mealy walking around yeah. with, and, and, and you ask him for some change. So did he So he get arrested for this? Yeah, he got yeah. arrested. Yeah, he got arrested. And I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, well, to that's him, interesting. I, I mean, he... you think about that. It, it, so he's at the change machine. They must have had a camera on him or something, or yeah. or was it like in, it's rejected? You know, these are not real quarters. Well, it appears that they were taken. I don't know. Um, the The items were worth three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and he got forty. <laughs> and he, and he uh, sold four to a pawn shop and got twenty six hundred bucks for the presidential coins and some time in the slammer. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know what he get. We, okay, he can use it at the commissary at the prison. <laughs> All right, I have a, uh, a story for you. This week's minutia with Rick and Dave. This one is about my favorite thing in the world. Um, 
Beer. Beer. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> you are not a you are not a complex solu- uh, uh, equation, my friend. I'm a simple man. This is a story about. This comes out of Kansas City, Missouri. A bizarre beer is attempting to bring back the flavor of your childhood. The Smart Mouth Brewing Company in Virginia, <clears throat> so I guess it's out of Virginia, uh, says they are creating the beer of the wonder years, which will taste exactly like. Lucky Charm cereal. Now think about how disgusting. Oh my god, that would be. It's going to be an IPA. It's made with with marshmallows and calypso hops, and they and the uh, the the branding says the result is magically ridiculous. Um, I'm going to say it's it's more than that. I'm going to say it's a terrible idea. It's magically disgusting. And and I'm going to tell you something else. I, I. I want. Well, this is riling you. Oh, I I'm tell. telling you, take I'm it easy, Rick. Don't no, you take it easy. This is a real story. I am now calling for all flavored foofy beers to be banned. Okay, that's your platform across the land okay. from coast to coast. And I've got a couple examples that will show you how out of control this has okay. gotten. All right. These are real beers. Right. Real beers. The Lost Abbey has a beer called Gift of the Magi. All right, can you guess what's in that one? Uh, some, I, I don't know. Frankincense bark, uh, myrrh uh, okay. in the wart, whatever that means. Okay. And then it pours gold in. So it's frankincense, gold, and myrrh. Th- this is from beer. the sequel, not the Old Testament, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not Oh, familiar. that's right. You're not familiar <laughs> with that. I'm not familiar one. with that beer. <clears throat> All right, well, that is just a terrible uh, idea yeah. for a beer. Uh, it's a Christmas ale, but I bet it tastes like vomit. Right, sure. All right, so I'm going to say that one should not be made. Here's another one. This is Rogue and Voodoo. That's a kind of a famous craft brewery. Okay. They have one called Donut Bacon Maple Ale. You know, <laughs> no. Uh no. I'm sorry. You you say bacon on anything and I think I'm at least going to give it a no. A possibility. No. You know I, I mean? I'm I I'm going to say anything that has uh, this is coming from someone who has a bottle of every <laughs> schnapps of every different. Yeah, you show me the one that has bacon in it, because none of them have bacon in it. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, this is from Red Hook, which is another oh, yeah. big thing. They call it the Hilliard Joint effort. Mm-hmm. And guess what is in this one? Cannabis oil. Uh, well, they they don't actually have any cannabis in it, but they made it taste there's no thc in it right but they made it smell and and taste like a, a parking lot at a fish show <laughs> oh, so is that is that what they that, say that's, that's what they call it yeah it's a dubious collaboration between two buds man uh again i don't i no uh, all right no God, you, what has happened to you I, i'm telling this you new fancy studio has made you a curmudgeon old man this is gone it's out of here uh, okay all right there's another one creme brulee stout yeah, that i no i'm not come on yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and then my the worst the worst one this is the one that set me over there this uh-huh. is worse than the lucky charms one this is for real this is from colorado and i was just in colorado uh-huh. skiing with my brother and i actually saw this Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. Rocky Rocky Mountain Oyster. That's testicles. Bull testicles, yes. This is a beer that is made with bull testicles. Yeah, I got it. It's a stout. Now, you're just trying too hard. My point is you're trying too hard. And 
you're you're doing the whole craft thing all wrong. And the Germans have, <laughs> have been doing it right yeah. for seven hundred years. The, in in fifteen sixteen, the Reinheitsgebot was passed in Bavaria, which allows only four ingredients okay. in a beer. You're allowed water, barley, hops, and yeast. That's it. And you have to make it punctually, too. <laughs> it's perfect the way it is. It's perfect. Don't change it. That's all I'm asking. Well, and Coca-Cola, they should have learned from the Coca-Cola model, too, right? right? This, is like, this is like new, yeah, new beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Forget it. Yeah. So, well, so, well hey. I'm you, a little passionate, you all right? a little passionate uh, okay, about this right. subject. Well, you know who uh, may also be passionate once they receive our package? Oh, we have a winner. Polly Vu. Polly Vu. Polly Vu is a Twitter follower of Minutia Men, and you can follow us at, at Minutia Men. They picked up Doing the Cruise by Mitch Michaels. Uh-huh. Great book. Crying Cub t-shirt. And an Amish Chicago coffee mug. And all they did, Polly Vu, is they retweeted, we, they retweeted and followed us, and we take a random winner every week, and we give them a prize pack worth up to $25. Well, that's fantastic. Congratulations to them. And, you know, what you really need to do to get Minutia Men as part of your daily life mm. is subscribe. Like brushing your teeth. You subscribe. You mm. Go to uh, Stitcher. Go to iTunes. Google Play. Google Play. The Radio Misfits Podcast Spotify. Network. Spotify. Uh, by the way, there's a new uh, show. If you like this show, you should check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. There's a new show called Back to You with uh, three Chicago TV personalities. That you, if people here from Chicago, you know Howard Sudbury. You know Steve Baskerville, Alyssa Ali. They talk to you about the things that you don't see on the air. It's light, it's mm. fun, it's about travel, food, what they like, what bugs them. Maybe What's happening at a too. Christmas party, maybe, maybe behind closed maybe doors? Maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff. It's only How to on pad the- an expense report, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, you know, Howard Sudbury, a big horse racing yeah, guy, he may tell us some stories behind the scenes there. It's only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network where they tell us that Great Talk Radio is dead it's just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com um you know by the way uh speaking of guests mm. we haven't mentioned who's going to be no, on our yeah. show yet mm. another kid star yeah we're we're getting pretty big with the kid stars yeah they're a little easier to get on <laughs> especially the kid stars that are no longer stars david pollock who played rudy stein my favorite bad news bear i'm Ru- noticing that uh, you know actually when i told the boys last night my sons who was going to be on the show today because they love that movie the bad news mm-hmm. bears uh, sean goes is every guest going to be jewish <laughs> or converted jew it's either born jewish or converted jewish nah, there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah we we encourage people they're the ones that are responding to the requests, okay? <laughs> if you've got a Gentile that you want to get on, get them on. Totally fine with it. Goyim Unite. <laughs> um, hey, I got another uh, story here. All righty. Lay it on me. This is just ridiculous. Teen jailed after calling 911 on himself to demand his own arrest for getting drunk at home. Wow. Yeah. Police in Van Buren, Buren, Arkansas, are still scratching their heads (laughs) over one of the most unusual arrests that they've had and that they've made in many years. On Thursday night, and they're not not, uh, releasing the kid's name, for his benefit, definitely, because he's never going to be invited to another party (laughs) ever, police received a call from an 18-year-old reporting underage drinking in his house. 
Oh, man. So he calls the cops. On himself. A, on himself. Uh, he, was in, he was intoxicated. He called the office, and he wouldn't take no for an answer. Wow. The officers came to the house, yeah. and they said, dude, just go it's into cool. your room. Don't worry yeah, about right. it. Sleep said, it off. Right. Just You're go. already home. You're yeah. not driving right. anywhere. Just go in your. Just go upstairs. <laughs> but you the know. law says right. 21, and I'm not 21. And then after a while, they're like, "All right, you little shit, come yeah. on down to the slammer." And he and he had to stay for six hours because I guess there's a law in Arkansas that once you get taken in for intoxication, you have to stay six hours. You know what? I, I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna tip my cap to this the young lad's parents. Oh, yeah. Right. Because, you know, the guilt that they placed on this <laughs> yeah. young boy, yeah. you sometimes as a parent, you, you, you're you throwing the guilt trips out mm. left and right, and you're wondering, do they work? They don't seem to have any impact. You look at, there's the dead look in their yeah. eyes when you're trying to make them feel guilty, and you think that they're never going to come around. Th- these parents do these what they're doing. These parents They are. got some game. Oh. They probably flew out, or they threw out the... I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> well, whoever those parents are, God bless you. You did a great job. Uh, it's time for another segment on our show. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So here it is. The Costco jar is now officially in our new studio, and Dave is going to pull a name out of the Costco jar, a celebrity of some kind, and I'm going to have to tell the story of how I met that celebrity and what happened. Okay. We're getting to the stretch celebrities here, I think. Betty Lauren Maltese. Now... If you're not from Chicago, you're not going to know who Betty Lauren Maltz is. Oh, yeah, that's true. But she was a, she was a mayor of a town nearby called Cicero. Yeah. And there were accusations, <laughs> let's just say. Hypothetical. <laughs> that the town of Cicero was run by, I don't know. Tony Soprano, maybe. Yeah, right, a little, little right, mobbed up. Mafia. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there were rumors that Betty, yeah. as the mayor or president of the town, whatever she was called, uh, might have been... Connected. Uh, yeah. Friends of ours. <laughs> right. Uh, and then eventually she did go to jail. Right. And, uh, and went away for a while. But she also was kind of like a cartoon. She went to college. That's what they call <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> she was kind of like a cartoon character. Because right. she had... Uh, she wore her makeup oh. in a way that was kind of Tammy Faye Baker. I was going to say, made t- yeah. Tam- Tammy Faye Baker. Humble. Her eyelashes, I remember... Uh, you know, because I met her, yeah. she was in the studio. Her eyelashes were like the size of my hand. You know, it was like flapping mm-hmm. on her, and 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 her hair was. You know, I don't want to be unkind, but uh, what, what you're going to be? What, uh, yeah, I mean, she was uh, <laughs> cartoonish. Okay, cartoonish. Sure. She was a parody and of herself. She was. She's a. She's my Facebook friend. By the way, so you know, she she'll probably see that we have when we're discussing her. So, but you know, I I liked her. She seemed very nice. Um, we had a song. Uh, Landecker and the Legends wrote a song about her uh, to the tune of Gloria, uh, and it was C I C E R. Cicero. Okay, I gotcha. And, you know, we did that for years. And we had a big picture of Betty Lauren Maltese. And, and we talked about her a lot because she was always in the news. Well, it turns out that she was a listener of the oldie station. And so one day when John wasn't there, uh, Catherine Johns was the co-host. And Catherine said, you know, what do you think about asking Betty if she'll come on the show? I called up and 
she said, yeah, sure, I'll be on. And she came in the studio. Was this while she was going through her She trial? was on trial or okay. about to be on trial or, you know, it was before she went to prison. Okay. She was still the mayor of Cicero. And she came on and uh, she brought a tape with her, a karaoke tape of the song Last Dance by Donna Summers, you know, Last Dance. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know that song? Yeah, 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 sure. Right. And we played the tape of of Last Dance. She sang it yeah. on the air. And she was good. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she had a couple of her friends with her, and there was like girlfriends. Doing backup. Girlfriends just playing. Let's go on the radio. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on Chicago radio. It was one of the most enjoyable interviews, and I, I'm sure I'm getting some of these details incorrect because it's been more than 20 years, but I, I, just, uh, I just thought that was one of the most awesome days of my radio career. Well, you know, um, do you watch Better Call Saul? You know, the yeah. spinoff of yeah. uh, Breaking Bad? Well, he's from Cicero. Oh, I didn't know the, that. I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, the character the is. Characters, yeah, yeah. The character is from yeah, Bob Cicero. Bob Odenkirk is from, uh, I think, Naperville. Yeah, but, yeah. but Cicero is known as the right. kind of the shady uh, suburb. Yeah, it's yeah. a little it's a little shady. Yeah, it's there's, a, there's some great, though, right on, is it 22nd Street? There's some great bohemian restaurants. Is that it's, a Cermak and like... Yeah. It's a kind of town that you, if you want to go some video gambling, <laughs> right, know, right, you can right, go there. Right. Uh, if you want, uh, you know, if you want someone showing up at uh, the tavern asking for all the proceeds from the from the jukebox, <laughs> yeah, right, right, you're right. going to get it there. Right. right. <laughs> for amusement only coin operated businesses. Right. A lot of cash businesses. I believe there was a racetrack out there for a while, wasn't there? Was it Hawthorne or yeah. Sportsman's Park or yeah. whatever? So anyway, that is that is the Betty Lauren Maltese story. Uh, but now. Uh, that's that's a, that's a celebrity story from the past. We right. have a celebrity live in person coming up here and right after this. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Joining us now on the phone. Uh, where are we? Where where are we uh, talking to you? What what area code are we calling here? Okay, I'm I'm in the 805 area code, and I live in Moore Park, California, which is uh, Ventura County, about halfway between L.A. and Santa Barbara. Okay, so now we've pinpointed his identification, his location. Um, this is a, a man that is about the same age as us, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, because he's in the he was in the movies Bad News Bears, and that came out when we were about the age of you guys playing in those games. Now, the first one's 76, right? The first movie came out in 76? Yeah, that was the hit movie in the summer of 76. Now, you played, this is David Pollock on the phone with us. Uh, you played Rudy Stein. And, and if you've seen the movie, and who hasn't seen the movie, The Bad News Bears, uh, he was the boy who leaned in on the and ball. Took one for the team. Took one for the team. Took one for the team. <laughs> yep. Famous for getting hit by baseballs. You also, if I'm not mistaken, weren't you the one that was brought in as the relief pitcher at the at the end of the game? For the first, yes. yes. That, when Tatum that, O'Neill's arm uh, started falling off, uh, they brought in Rudy from right field, and everyone was like, "What are you doing? Why are you bringing him in?" <laughs> and that is who we're talking about. Uh, David, thanks for joining us. You know the movie. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for asking. The movie's forty years old, and I just showed it to my kids a couple about a couple of weeks ago, and they loved it. I mean, there's no iPhones in there, there's yeah. no iPads, but it really resonated with them. Why do you think 
that this movie has such staying power for 40 years. Yeah, I know. I, I was surprised. I, you know, when I saw the video on the discount rack at Kmart, I thought it was all over. <laughs> that was 30 years ago. But no, it, it just uh, it, it does resonate, I think, because it's uh, it's just kind of the unvarnished truth about kids sports. And people go, wow, you know, that that could have been me or that could have been mm -hmm. my team or that was my coach when I was in Little League. I wish I was my coach when I was in the yeah. <laughs> You know, we had uh, Shane Obudzinski on a few weeks ago. He was in the movie The Sandlot, and he he told us that that cast, that entire cast, they kept in touch all these years. Is that is that also true of the Bad News Bears? Did you guys keep in touch at all? Yeah, for the most part. Um, I think the biggest gathering we've had of us is maybe six since the the movie but uh some of us are more in touch than others you know i'm still in touch with uh brett marks and gary Cavaniero and aaron blunt um and uh, chris barnes even okay what about tatum o'neill you and you <laughs> hanging out with Tate, tatum o'neill at all no 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 <laughs> I, you know it's uh, I, I didn't even hang out with tatum when we were uh, filming the movie she was kind of to herself so well, well that's what i was... really got a chance to know her on a personal level that's what i was going to ask you she was a she was a huge star then she had just done what paper moon a few years earlier I think she had oh, yeah, been she a, a, a academy, academy award, award winner. yeah, yeah. um <laughs> She was the only Academy Award winner in the, in the infield, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yeah, that's right. Now, Walter Matthau to me, uh, he's always been one of my favorite actors. And he just had the, he has that gruff but lovable sort of uh, uh, image. Uh, it, was he like that in real life? Or, or, I mean, what was the difference between the character he played and the real guy? Uh, in real life, he was a sweetheart, and, mm -hmm. and it was uh, partly because of that that he had a chemistry with us boys. You know, we were comfortable around him, and it just it just worked. And we and we realized when we started doing the second, third movies, you know, we we had a, a little bit of chemistry um, with Bill Devane in the second movie. Uh, but by the time Tony Curtis was our coach, it was pretty much gone. Yeah, <laughs> did, w w Walter. Did they want Walter to do? the second movie or why did they go with Devane? Do you know? Um, I wasn't in on those decisions. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ask the, they, 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 they didn't ask Rudy Stein. Hey kids, come yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> We're but trying I to decide who the new manager is going to be. My, my understanding was I was actually under contract to make a fourth movie in the series, hmm. um, which my understanding was going to be the bad news bears go to Cuba. And the plan was at that point to bring Walter Matthau back and they were even going to try and have uh, Fidel Castro as the coach of the Cuban team, which had been really cool. Wow. Oh, my God. That would be yeah. awesome. Uh, you know, as a Jewish kid who was 12 at the time, uh, your name Stein, my name Stern. I was a, I was a zero tool player. I think Rudy <laughs> Stein might have been a zero tool player. Uh, I, to I, I totally identified with Rudy Stein. Um, I'm sure throughout the years, other people... Uh, have come up to you and 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 mention how much you know the movie has meant to them, their characters meant to them. I mean, do you have any stories about people? Are you still recognized? I mean, uh, you look a little different, but uh, are you still getting uh, any attention from people? Um, well, you know, no one stops me on the street anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sure. <laughs> Not surprisingly, in fact, that that rarely happened, even after the the movie. Oh. Um, 
but yeah, no, I'm just still surprised that uh, people are even interested in the movie. It, it's uh, it, it's so long ago. I mean, how many movies that old do we still go back and watch? Well, you ran for uh, office. Uh, actually, you are you an office holder now? Are you? Uh, yeah, politics? I'm on the city council in my the town of Moore Park. Oh. So, was that part of your? Uh, your campaign when when you were running for office did you you kind of slip that in a little bit like uh, you know, yeah. I, I i never used to especially in the beginning of my political career because i i thought that um that really wasn't a qualification what <laughs> but you leaned in and took a pit right. you you were a hero hey if the apprentice is a qualification <laughs> to be president rudy's died to you know you could use that yeah, well, I, I've loosened up on that. I learned that it, it was kind of a novelty that, that people kind of hooked on to. It's like, well, did you know this about David Pollock? Did you play baseball when you were a kid? I mean, were you? I did. I, I was briefly in Little League. Um, I wasn't very good at it, so I, I didn't stick with it. But that, that was uh, – that was one of the qualifications for interviewing for the original movie. They wanted kids that at least had some idea of what the game was all about. Yeah, well, you got you uh, hit the ball to shortstop, if I remember right, in one scene. Uh, at, at, after he told you not to swing? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Rudy. What are you doing there? Told you not to swing. Well, anyway, it, it's really a thrill to talk to you. Uh, these we like talking to people from these these movies that were like uh, icons to us uh, growing up, and and they're always going to be part of our lives. So you are always going to be part of our and lives. and your lives of my kids. Like I said, they yeah. love they love the they love <laughs> well, the movie. Thank you, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, and you can babysit for us anytime you want, my <laughs> yeah, friend. <right>, exactly. <laughs> You've got a story you can tell with them. So thanks for being on the show, and and best of luck to you in the future. Thanks, David. Uh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for calling. Thanks, buddy. Bye, bye. Nice gentleman. Well, nice guy. Nice gentleman. I mean, he's he's a politician. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. some are really nice, and he yeah. seemed to be yes. in, in the good guy category. Well, so thank you very much, David Pollack, for being on the show. Um, we have more celebrities coming up in the in the next few weeks. I don't do. Should we tease or? Well, uh, last time we teased Anthony Scaramucci, yeah. he blew us off. Yeah. But supposedly, yeah. He's coming in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I, All right. I, you know. You've been know. mooching. You've been I, promising I, I, the mooch. I, I, One day we were even on hold. For like and, 40 minutes for the mooch. And we heard him in the background talking, doing another interview. And, um, and it just never I happened. feel good about this time. I think yeah. the mooch is not. Well, the big he's, he's off a of big brother now. He doesn't have right. a job, right? I don't think so. No, I think he's like a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, right. So he's got some. He has his own podcast. Okay. Too. Does he really? No, he does. Well, we can be on his podcast. That's what, well, I'm sh that's what we'll ask. We'll swap. Yeah, exactly. We'll do some podcast swap. Pod swap. If you'd like to find out more about Rick and Dave, you can find us at EckhartsPress.com. We're also at ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. Um, we are, are produced by Tony Lasano of Opie Productions. We're distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. They're great guys. They are great guys. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of... The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?
Be sure to tune in to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Our podcast highlights the best soccer league in the world. The English Premier League. We recap the previous week's games. And preview the upcoming games. I do it from an American point of view. And I do it as an authentic Brit. Accent and all. That's authentic. Right, Governor? Not exactly how I say it. <laughs> we also talk about the local soccer scene because Adam is the Illinois Youth Director of Coaching. If you love soccer. Football. Football. Tune in to Free Kicks. New episodes drop weekly. On the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Yeah.